Morgan, everybody. Welcome to Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. The Big Talker, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you here. As we are each week from 5 to 6 o'clock around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Thehawkeyehuddle.com. Feels good to say that again because it's actually back and, and up and running. And we've got a couple our, of podcasts yes. up there. Our so. boy Hollywood got us all hooked back up. Yeah, so we're uh, we're up and running again. And I will get you your check, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like Marty Terrell right now. Yeah, I will get it to you. Let's meet Trust up. Trust me. Try, meet up. Come on. We'll have hey. coffee. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to talk uh, on the program today. We're going to talk a little Hawkeye hoops. We've got Mac McCausland coming on a little bit. I know people want to talk Hawkeye football. We'll get plenty of that in, but there's only so much ranting and raving that we can do, and we'll get about two minutes of it in before we grab Mac, and then we'll go from there. Um, well, you were on a roll Saturday night. On my Twitter? Yeah. You need to quit drinking before games. During. If, if, during, <laughs> during. if you're going to uh, go out there and be like that. I was in a bad mood about the way it was going. Well, no kidding. Yeah. You and the rest of the Hawkeye Nation world. Listen, there's no reason at this point in time to put lipstick on this pig. It, this, what, what we saw on Saturday night. Well, wait a second. Night, you're not even wearing lipstick. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a different pig. Oh, all right. What uh, we have, Floyd. We are at a point now where this program, we saw what it oh can be. Oh my good God! We this saw is what a it can program be. Program issue? It, clearly, no, it isn't. It's is a freaking offensive coordinator issue. Period. A better offensive coordinator would help. It's still, and so that's one thing. So why don't we have one? Because we're uh, nine games into a season. Mm-hmm. He's, not fi- gonna, he's not going to fire. I don't give it. I, and he's not going to fire him in the middle of the season. No, right. he's not going to fire he's him in the not, middle of the season. He's not Gus Malzahn. He's not any of those jerks down there in the Southeastern yeah, Conference. He's not going to do that. He's not Charlie Strong, who's fired, what, three different guys on his staff in an effort to make sure that he's not the one that gets the axe? Uh, but why wouldn't you sit down and think to yourself, okay, self, we're playing Penn State this week. Let's watch a little tape on them and see what they do. Oh, see – you're, they did. They did. You, you cannot tell me that they game plan for Penn State. Of course they ran they the did. same plays that they run every week. There was nothing, even the little slot thing. Okay, they put him in the slot three times, hand him off the ball twice hey. on the jet sweep. Ooh, there was a shocker. He's in the game in the slot. I wonder if he's getting the football. Well, they did run three new screen passes and scored on one of them. I haven't seen any of that all season. Uh, I've seen them try it. They, it actually okay, did work. Okay, I haven't so seen it be it, successful. It, it was successful. Screen passes, that that was good. Of Iowa's passing I saw, game, 25%. I saw a play by Germanic Smith where he caught the ball and had yards after catch. Mark, that was Write news. it down. It doesn't happen. 25% of Iowa's passes this year. One out of four have been behind the line of scrimmage. Dude. Less than so, somebody has a, a scatter plot of the entire thing. I'm, more than it 50% like, are less than five yard passes. I know. What do you think I said before you started going down this pissy little rant you're on? It's a program issue if you can't it's identify. It's not a program it. issue. It is an offensive coordinator issue who is unwilling to unleash the football. Now, Matt Millen, who I spoke to this week, someone you probably didn't. Made you talked to Matt Miller. I did. But and in, you know what in, he... What capacity? We had lunch together. It was Why no did you deal. have Matt Mil- lunch with Matt Miller? Well, I was over there. He was way over on the other side of the room. But are we you, were... I was going to say, are you name dropping or did you sit down with Matt Millen? I didn't sit down with Matt Millen, but the conversation that Matt Millen and I had was along this line. The reason they don't throw down the field is because no one's open. And the Iowa quarterbacks have been drilled into their brain since their infancy, whether that's when they were 17 years old and walked on campus or whether they're in the fourth or fifth year of their senior season. You don't just throw it down there in hope that somebody might be open because you want to know why nobody's open. This just in. Now, I did happen to see now, why one is nobody highlight. open? Well, I did I did notice on one pass play this week where they threw it underneath where a guy was going open and the dude was grabbing him by the shoulder. I mean, literally had a hold of his jersey. The other reason no one's open is, is because we don't have a tight end in George Kittle right now who is a fantastic player, but he's injured. All right? He needs to be out. We need to play Noah Fant. And unless we're going to play Kittle on run plays only, I don't care, whatever. Put in a third tackle as a tight end. Who cares? But he has lost his effectiveness as a wide receiver or as a reception receiving option. Doesn't have it. Noah Fant, 
I think has the opportunity to be there. So you're going to the this you're you're going more on I'm, the, this is a personnel issue. This and is less, a combination of we don't have any talent at wide receiver to the extent that we can get open. Our best wide receiver, our possession guy, Eddie Hinkle of this team in Vandenberg got hurt. The safety blanket's out. Um, Jay Shield has not has not. Uh, progressed, and it sounds like we have Mac. I hope so, because I'd rather talk about basketball right now. We're going to, we're not going away from this. That's fine. We got a half hour, forty five minutes of this uh, on the line with us now. Talk a little Hawkeye hoops, uh, broadcaster, basketball uh, announcer, and analyst extraordinaire. Our good friend Mac McCausland. Welcome to the program today, Mac. Holy cow! You guys had it going on that football thing. That's pretty good. Oh. It is good. I mean, uh, it's an emotional. It's an emotional hot button issue right now as to the direction of what's going on with uh, with the uh, with the Hawkeye football team, which is good. We can take a little break here, think a little bit about uh, basketball as we head into the winter months, and and um, maybe maybe have some higher. You know, I don't. I shouldn't say we should have high expectations for this group. I think we should have some some renewed enthusiasm with just seeing a bunch of different players in a Hawkeye uniform and, and kind of trying to get to know this team. And Mac, I think that's, it's uh, one of the things that, that I think Hawkeye fans are going to have to, are going to really get to do and yet have to get used to. You're going to get to know this team because it's a completely different look than what we've had in the last couple of years. No question. My only comment, and we'll get right to basketball on football. How would you like to be a Michigan state fan this year? Oh boy. It's I mean, fair, you talk about disappointing, comment. but now I'll move on. But I just want people to remember there are things that are, are worse than uh, what the Hawks are going through. But anyway, <laughs> enough, let's man. talk hoops. You're absolutely right. I mean, um, and all year long you'll probably hear this disclaimer. It's really going to be what you call Dale Jones. Is he a senior? Is he a junior? You know, he's going to get his sixth year, but he'll graduate. So, you know, he may be a guy that transfers out. Uh, where he can get even more minutes, but if he has a great year at Iowa, he'd probably stay there. So, you know, for for me to talk, I'm going to consider that Dale is a senior at Iowa, and you got Peter Jock, and then you go down the list and you get to a, a junior of Dom Ewell, and that's it. I mean, everybody else is basically brand new. I mean, you've got some minutes out of a Brady Ellenson. Obviously, Bear was a a very bright spot when you considered him a walk-on. But, you know, they're all even underclassmen. Uh, so you really look at this group, and I've had a chance now to see, oh, probably a half a dozen practices, two, three scrimmages, and then I did the game uh, uh, for the Big Ten, uh, Friday. whatever it is, Big Ten streaming line uh, last week. And in seeing all of that, what you have overall when you look at a personality uh, this team does not have a point guard as we know it in Dean Oliver and Andre Woolrich. But they have points guards in terms of they get the ball down, almost whoever rebounds. Their first thought is not an outlet. Their first thought is they clear and bring it, and the other three or four players just sprint to the other end of the court. Uh, your shooters go to the corners. Your uh, wing players go to the wings to maybe drive it to the basket. And it's going to be a different look, but it is definitely going to be high tempo. And quite frankly, I expect uh, a lot more turnovers in November, December than we had seen out of that group last year. But you look and everybody knows uh, you basically had four four-year starters uh, with Utah and Sappy and uh, Gasell and Woody. Um, they developed. Uh, but athletically, uh, this group is much longer. This group has more bounce, uh, you know, but just not the experience. And to a proven point right now, really one shooter uh, that you can count on, and that's Peter Jack. Although I really liked uh, what I've seen out of Daly and Bohannon uh, as pretty good shooters as well. You know, Mac, we're looking at the stats from Friday night. <clears throat> Obviously, Peter Jock had 28 points. He was 5 for 7 from 3. But you mentioned the turnovers. They had 15 turnovers in that game. Um, without a true point guard and in the event that you are unable to push it, because I think in when you out-athlete certain teams, you know, the Regis and, and some of these other teams, but when you get into 
Seton Hall's and Virginia's and Notre Dame's and then the Big Ten schedule. That isn't going to be the case. Are they going to try and force tempo uh, sort of in the Dr. Tom world, uh, although that was done by press, or are they, are they going to have some opportunity where they're able to run some offense? I really think this team, for the long run this year, is going to be uh, we're going to outrun you, outpush you, uh, wear you down. Because, again, when you look through there, I mean, uh, last Friday night, they didn't have Brady Allenson, who is, you know, quote-unquote, a shooter, experienced, but they didn't have uh, Creener. And Creener, in every scrimmage, has either been the number one or number two rebounder, uh, much to everybody's surprise. Very physical. Uh, the other thing about the personality of this team, uh, Cook, and if you have not seen him yet, I promise you, you are going to love the kid. I think he only had six dunks, and his dunks aren't like getting over the rim. It's like his head has to get out of the way of the rim as he dunks the ball. And then you add Creener in there, we're going to have true low-post offense, true low-post moves. Uh, almost every time they got the ball to Tyler Cook, they cleared out the side, uh, kind of like the NBA, put a shooter in the corner, a shooter at the wing, uh, a shooter at the elbow area, and a guy at the top. It would be an outlet pass. And he basically went one-on-one because the other people pretty much had to stay home because uh, if you went over to double-teaming, especially Tyler Cook, can find people open. He really does like to pass. So, like I say, you're going to see a whole different uh, – side court, I don't think you're going to see what I would consider a lot of set plays, especially early with this group. Um, let them do that at practice, because when I've seen them, uh, they've had trouble quite frankly picking up the timing of plays. Well, that's because you got 11 freshmen and sophomores. So I think they're going to run uh, more of the motion type thing. And if you look around the country, again, for the last five years, six years, uh, motion type offense is basically what uh, the athletic teams run, and they let them create their own offense. I mean, going back to uh, North Carolina, going to uh, talk about Duke. Uh, you can talk in the Big Ten about uh, Maryland, uh, Michigan. I mean, they'll have a start set, but after that, it's read what the defense does. Illinois, pretty much, they run athletic plays. So I think uh, this team is heading that way, and like I say, when you look at that roster, and you even look at the starting lineup, the starting lineup, when you go with Williams at, again, you can call it a point position, they list him 6'5", and I think he's closer to 6'6". Then Peter Jock is 6'6". And then you go uh, look at Tyler Cook, 6'9", but he's 250, 260. Uh, and then you go to Bear, who is the sneakiest, smartest IQ guy at 6'7". Uh, I mean, this team is tall. And then you got Dom Ewell at 6'9", or Pemsel at 6'8". I mean, that's an NBA lineup. Nobody's shorter than 6'6". So now add that to the length that most of these kids have. Uh, When you look at Macy Daly, uh, he's only 6'6", but his wingspan is like 7'2". Now you put him out on a press, and he can cover an extra foot. So it's going to be a fun, fun group. Now, whether they can make the tournament, my opinion right now is they are that borderline team. If they can, you know, get a couple games that maybe they shouldn't get, because I'm afraid with the youth, they may lose a couple games uh, that we think they shouldn't lose. But I will promise you, they will be exciting. By the end of the year, they should be better and maybe have a chance to make that tournament, especially if they win a couple in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, that's where I am with the team right now. Well, so the the win on Friday night was uh, an exhibition. It was ninety five seventy three over Regis. We didn't really cover that, but Regis College, uh, they opened up for for real this Friday night. Kennesaw State again on BTN Plus. Are you doing that game, Mac? Yeah, I've got that okay. one, and then the game Sunday. Um, Savannah State. And yes. the one thing you're going to see, uh, Kennesaw's got a couple players that are really legit players. So it'll be interesting to see how we defend uh, Iowa. In my opinion did not do a very good job of taking away the dribble, especially in the first half with Regis. They had a little five foot seven guard that really got where he wanted. He had like nine points, uh, eight assists, and six rebounds at halftime. So that's what, uh, I, I guess that's where I was going to go, is I think the one thing, and we saw this even uh, when, when the, the group that just left 
were, were freshmen. Uh, their their defensive statistics were were really bad. I mean, they gave up a ton of points when those guys were freshmen. Uh, you got to learn the rotations. You got to learn to get back. You got to learn how to help each other out. And they com- progressively got better to where that was probably the strength of some of the, uh, part of the team last year. And so you'll see that as this team uh, you know progresses. But I think early on we're going to take some lumps on the defensive end. But I, I think uh, you know Mac, the, you pointed out, and and I think people are going to just love watching Tyler Cook play. Because of the fact that it's going to do other things as far as the offense is concerned, I think Pete Jock's going to be freed up. I mean, granted, they're going to be able to chase him around, but you're not going to be able to double-team him as, as, as easily as last year. And certainly uh, there's going to be points in time where guys aren't going to be able to hold and bump and move him out of the way quite as much uh, as they did in the Big Ten. It's going to give him a little bit of space. I think a guy having a guy down low like Cook just gives everybody else that much more space to to be creative and and do what you said really start to develop you know the game themselves as a team. Yeah, I think you know they may do it in practice, but uh, I, I'm not sure how much they'll want to do it in especially November. May do some in de- December, but you, when you put Peter Jack on the same side as Tyler Cook and they don't have foul issues. Uh, it is going to be pick your poison, especially if they can find another shooter for the other corner, whether it's Bohannon, whether it's Brady. Uh, Dale Jones can shoot it. Uh, and now you've got what I'll call the whole, you know, 54 feet. you got the wing on the right side, the post on the right side, and the shooter on the other left side. Uh, and then you have a driver, uh, somebody that can get to the, the rim and be strong with it uh, at the wing. Uh, it is going to be tough to stop them, you know, defensively at the other end. On the other side, though, then it is rotation to get back, and it is all about stop the ball. And quite frankly, uh, I mean, Mike Cassell did a nice job with it, but Sappy was probably the better at stopping the ball, and there just is not anybody I've seen on this team yet that's quite in the defensive mode and defensive position uh, that Clemens competed at. Well, and and that's to be expected with, you know, a guy, like you said, a four-year starter. But, Mac, we're up against it here. Thank you so much. Uh, Sorry about your Indians uh, last Wednesday. I'll I'll quickly tell you, proud of them. Honestly, I thought the Cubs were a better team. And when you only got one starting pitcher and you don't have your all-star outfielder, I'll I'll be the new Cub. I'm going to say wait till next year. There, there you go. There you go. And I, I, it was a fantastic series, and I know you were uh, glad to be there last week. All right. Yeah, Thanks, Mac. We appreciate it. It great to be there and have an opportunity. to. I saw the Cavs at 530 and walked over and saw Cleveland wow. at 8 o'clock. That was quite a day. Wow. wow. That's awesome. a dream, a dream sequence there. Yeah. Thank it you, was, Mac. It was. Call me when you need me, All right. We'll, guys. Ca- we'll catch you in a couple weeks. All right. Thanks, Mac. Thanks. Mac McCausland checking in, uh, talking a little Iowa basketball. You can catch him t- tomorrow night. Or I guess not tomorrow night, Friday night. Thinking it's Thursday. I wish it was Thursday. <laughs> Friday night on BTM Plus, uh, calling Iowa and Kennesaw State as well as uh, Sunday. Are they Savannah called the State. Kennesaw State Mountain Landers? I don't know if they are, but they should be. If <laughs> they should. Not. Be. All right, let's take our break. We'll come back. We can argue about football somewhere when we come back. Sound good? All right, we'll be back on the Hawkeye Hill uh, on 1700. Catch wall to wall election coverage tonight from 6 till midnight on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG traffic update. Taking another look at the roadways, watch out for an accident at 235 westbound near 7th Street. Also have a disabled vehicle at 235 westbound near Keogh and another disabled on 235 westbound near Polk Boulevard. The rest of the metro running accident free. Have a safe ride home and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, mostly clear, cold and quiet, a low of 37. Mostly sunny Wednesday, a high of 65. And then Thursday, mostly sunny and 74. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by American Express Open. Business cards from American Express can help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express Open cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. Here's a question for you. Do you know this song? Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song, or maybe a good advertising message with some frequency week after week for about six months, 
It gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too. But advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Marty Terrell, Ken Miller. Well, it's amazing. We've long time at Marty Miller been fans of Sonny's Pizza Bistro, the pizza, the chicken, the Italian fare. And little did we know, we walked into a high V, and there's the Sonny's Pizza Bistro spaghetti sauce. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't buy enough as it jumps off the shelf. Sonny's Pizza Bistro. Great food and great spaghetti sauce. Sonny's Pizza Bistro, Northwest 6th Avenue, Sailorville Township. Add some pizzazz to your life. Experience the thrilling excitement of Catfish Bend Casino. Now you have a thousand reasons to play every Sunday in October and November. Play your favorite slots during the week and you could be entered to win $1,000 in replay each Sunday. Drawings are held every Sunday at 6 p.m. Hurry in and you could win only at Catfish Bend Casino. Find your thrill. Come out and play at Catfish Bend Casino. Pizzazz. Many destinations. One amazing place. Get Black Friday deals all month long at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Get up to $12,000 off select new bonus tag Silverado 2500 HDs and Suburbans. Get up to 20% off select new 2017 Crew Cab Silverados. Save thousands on Silverados in Waukee. New bonus tag Silverado 1500, 265 per month lease. Black Friday deals all month long at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Up to 25% off select new Malibus. New bonus tag 16 Malibu, 21890. New bonus tag Chevy Trax Crossover, 18690. Schottenkirk Chevy has a huge selection of GM certified no worries pre-owned vehicles. 12 cruises starting at 10990. 15 Impalas starting at 14990. 12 Equinoxes starting at 15690. 30 Silverados starting at 21290. 15 Acadias in Traverse starting at 22990. Get Black Friday deals all month long in Waukee. Schottenkirk Chevrolet on the west end of Hickman, Waukee. WaukeeChevy.com. Lease 2500 new 10K per 25311 residual must be bonus tag all rebates to dealer TTL doc extra in stock only. Chevy, find new roads. As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage, personal service, and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. Well, when you're an athlete, professional, weekend warrior, college, high school, amateur athlete, when you're injured, first thing you think about is, when do I get back into the game? That question is answered in the affirmative with Dr. William Jacobson at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, who brings a wealth of experience to his craft and his profession. Dr. Bill Jacobson, Dr. Jake at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine in Clive. You can see their ad at sportspotlight.com, martyandmiller.com. Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, Dr. William Jacobson. When you're injured, Dr. Jake gets you back into the game. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. We're back here in the Hawkeye Hello, Fred Ramsey, Craig Jr., Discussing the merits of the fast break versus the set offense for seventh grade girls, girls basketball. basketball. You know, if you want me to, I mean, you got to tell me these things before. I, I've got a whole playbook probably somewhere from when I had the boys. I know. have a Hall of Fame coach who's given me a fair amount of, of advice, of plays, and and instruction on how to run those plays. Um, 
this is the YMCA league that I'm coaching this year, and uh, it <laughs> should be noted that you get an hour of practice time a week. Yeah. Um, and I have seventh grade girls. Right. You guys put the math together yeah, I, and yeah. understand that I'm I'm really happy that they have some experience, and these these are really nice girls, and I haven't even yelled at one of them. How old were Maddie and Andrew when we did the, the Y thing with them? Oh, maybe seven, seven, six or seven. Yeah, remember we ended ended up having to tell them, okay, you two don't get to go down court. Well, we were up a hundred to yeah, they to could 10, they could and go it, and they could pass, but they basically had to stay at half court. And we play we told them, yeah, you're not allowed to go down court anymore. We were getting so far ahead, so we were right. sending everybody out. That was a different that was a different uh, a, a different, different situation, a different era. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I, you know, I've got some youth basketball, some very simple things because I ended up taking. There was the one year I took my baseball team before we was played it together. The, Tigers? the Outlaws. Oh, I right. took the Outlaws. And I basically took my Outlaws baseball team and the only kid on that team who had basketball experience. Well, two. Braden Washington yeah, plays, they, uh, play, played for Urbandale, you know, plays for Urbandale uh, and right Andrew. now. And Andrew. And everybody else. I had six other kids who played zero basketball. But and by we had the end a, of the year, we you, were you right. had a catcher, a center fielder, and a shortstop. Right. I, was right. I tell them, okay, you're playing second, you're playing third. Go stand there. Now, we ran a bunch of stuff that you learned. You, you learned. Anyway, you'll have fun with that. Okay. So, uh, we only have about a minute and a half. Right. So let's just get to the news of the day for Hawkeye football. Uh, Brett Wachter, um, who started the year as a second-string offensive lineman, apparently medical issues, he's done. We don't know. You know well, there's no elaboration, so we'll ask Tom about okay, that. So, he's just so done. Let, let me ask you this. So so he, he leaves the team presumably under medical. Kirk was very short about it. Nope. Medically not available. He's done as a Hawkeye. That's what he said. I'm like, oh, geez, so, that was so a, he loses that was a, that was his a, scholarship is gone. Yeah, apparently there's something going on. So I don't know. We don't know what kind of. It must be some sort of an illness that's causing this problem or something. But anyway, he was well, very it, quick and short the, about it. The reason I ask that question is, is that haven't they in the past, like if somebody got hurt, where they would keep them on scholarship? Yeah, but. Does that go against your football scholarships, or was that like they borrowed an academic one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I you, think they might have figured out ways to academically shift them over. You understand like what that. I'm what yeah. I'm asking there? So, if he's gone, that adds a new scholarship available. We did have a, a recruit. We'll have to talk to Tom. And but Shevin Callaway today but, made it official. But that he's no was longer that was no that was no shock. No, in fact, I was listening to Marty on the way in. Who was he talking to? Um, Bobby Lejeune, but I, yeah, no. Tom the, Caker mentioned yeah. that to us three yeah. weeks ago. Well, yeah, Callaway. Everybody's known Callaway was looking around at other schools. He took us off of, of his Twitter as the commitment. I don't know why it took this long for Iowa to officially, or for somebody know. to say. But anyway, maybe yeah, um, that had nothing. To maybe do with the Eno. offensive coordinator doesn't know what Twitter yeah, is. There you go. It had nothing to do with uh, Eno Benjamin, by the way. So Bobby was wrong. It had zero to do. They didn't even like each other. Really, they're kind of they're not really friends. They're both from Texas. Two four-star guys who, you know, but they're not like best buddies. Do you know that, like that Texas is kind of a big place? There's a large. There's a large. If you drive from if you drive from Des Moines, Iowa to South Padre Island, when you get to Dallas, you're only halfway there. Yeah, it's a long way. It's you're only way. halfway there. I drove to San Antonio I twice. Came, I came to find that it's out a, the hard way one time. It's a long way. We're down. only halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. I, like I say, the Alamo Bowl. You know, you get to Dallas, you're like, all right, we're almost there. No, it's five more hours, right? No, I did it twice. I went to that first one in Cal. They lost 38 to 3. And I hope, I hope we're not looking at that this weekend. Oh, no, we're going to Nashville. But it's a shorter shorter drive to Iowa City. All right, we'll be back. We'll grab Tom Caker from HawkeyeReport.com. And uh, we got a full 25 minutes of talking about this still. And uh, people will love that. We come back here on the Hawkeye Hall on 1700 and Mediacom. Catch wall-to-wall election coverage tonight from 6 till midnight on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. Taking another look at the roadways, watch out for an accident at 235 westbound near 7th Street. Also have a disabled vehicle at 235 westbound near Keogh and another disabled on 235 westbound near Polk Boulevard. The rest of the Metro running accident-free. Have a safe ride home and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. 
Our forecast for tonight, mostly clear, cold and quiet, a low of 37. Mostly sunny Wednesday, a high of 65. And then Thursday, mostly sunny and 74. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. When you have ADT security, it's more than a sign in your yard. It's a line in the sand. Visit ADT.com. Message and data rates may apply. Imagine your life five years from now. Are you on the path you want to be on? It's time to take control of your future by getting a world-class education from one of the nation's top universities. Arizona State University is now offering over 100 top-tier degree programs 100% online. It's the exact same degree our on-campus students receive, but you can learn from anywhere in the country on your own schedule. For information, text the word IMPACT to 37913. Learn from ASU's world-renowned faculty and use ASU's global recognition to improve your visibility, professional network, and gain real-world experience you can start using today. The Wall Street Journal ranked ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates. Now discover how ASU Online can stand out on your resume and help separate you from the competition. We're ready to help you learn to thrive in your life, in your career, and beyond. To learn more about ASU Online degrees, text IMPACT to 37913. Again, that's IMPACT to 37913. Clay Cook at the front row, Swanson Boulevard. Free breakfast Saturday and Sunday on game days, NFL and Hawkeye action. The official Marty and Miller Hawkeye headquarters. The front row must be in the front row. Clay Cook's front row located across from Willis Cadillac Lexus in Des Moines. Must be in the front row for Hawkeyes and NFL action. And on game days, it's free breakfast at the front row, Swanson Boulevard in Clyde. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leading provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and pattern combinations. If your upcoming home project involves the interior of your home, stop by the showroom at Centurion Stone of Iowa and see what they can do for you. Centurion Stone is located at 5525 Northeast 22nd Suite A in Des Moines. Their showroom hours are Monday through Friday from 8 until 5, Saturday from 8 until noon. Or visit centurionstoneofiowa.com. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practice exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Iowa Spine Care is a proud sponsor of all our football on 1490 The Jock. High school, college, pro, Dr. Dan McGuire is committed to finding effective treatment options and solutions for individuals suffering from back and spine care in Iowa. He's been on the cutting edge of spinal surgery methods and technique for the past 25 years, but is also a strong believer in finding options that are both effective and non-invasive. Iowa Spine Care, a proud sponsor of football on 1490 The Jock. I'm David Young, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Iowans work hard every day. They expect their representative in Congress to do the same. But if Jim Maurer gets to Congress, he'll really be working for Nancy Pelosi. Jim Maurer is Pelosi's candidate, and Maurer will vote like Pelosi. That's going to cost you big time. Like Pelosi, Maurer supports higher income taxes, and Maurer supports the death tax that hurts Iowa farmers. Maurer supports more Washington regulations that will raise utility bills for small businesses and families. Maurer supports billions in new spending with no way to pay for it, hitting your paycheck and savings. And just like Pelosi, Maurer supports Obamacare, costing us thousands of dollars in higher insurance bills. Some Iowa premiums have skyrocketed 43%. Iowans can't afford Jim Maurer's big government agenda. We need a congressman who works for us, not Nancy Pelosi. Paid for by Young for Iowa. 
Proud sponsors of Football Friday Night, it's the Petticord Wharton Law Firm in West Des Moines. Fourteen attorneys with over 275 years of collaborative legal experience. Petticord Wharton, still working hard for their clients since 1965. Tim Wegman, Petticord Wharton, proud sponsors of Football Friday Nights. Petticord Wharton, including partner Tim Wegman, Michael Rowling, along with Stephen Durek, Scott Beatty, Mark Bosher, Randy Wilharber, Christopher Spencer, Adam Bates, Katherine Johnson, Petticord Wharton. Hey, we're back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Payton Jr. with you are, as we are each week. 5, 6 o'clock here on 1700 and Mediacom. I think the great sponsors on our program, uh, supporting us for several years, including... Uh, let's see. What is that? What the is Asset that one, Pros. What is that one Shut place? Up. The yeah. Asset Pros. And I will tell you, uh, not only are we making f- sense of today's financial and insurance choices, we are busy. That's a good thing, right? We are we are a busy bunch. That's good. Uh, Obamacare has made a lot of people uh, rather rather poor and made them scurry about, so they need help with that. So. That's right. There's uh, By the way, the polls are still open for three hours and 23 minutes, so if your health insurance has gone up, on average, 22%. Feel free to not vote for the same situation. That's feel, all feel I'm going to say. Feel free to vote for the people who might actually not let that happen. That if you're comfortable with 22% increases and want to pay for other I, people to have health insurance I'm going because to, of that, I'm feel going free. to assure you that this is not going to get better without change. Uh, do we have hope for change? I hope you change stuff? I don't know. Uh, how's that work now? Keep hope alive. All right. Also, uh, Temple and Rye. We'll get to our Temple and Rye last call I at the end of the day. I saw Andrew, our man, Andrew Candu, uh, earlier today. Andrew Tomes. From, You're all over the place. Temple and Rye. Really? Was asking about the 10-year uh, uh, special, the 10-year I didn't, but uh, it should be noted that uh, if I go back to where he was, I may have one of those. Oh, okay. Uh, also, um, that was actually Gilroy's. Uh, free Gilroy's, plug oh, you for, were for my customer, uh, Gilroy. Uh, uh, Kozlowski Law. Right. Can't uh, forget about Dave Kozlowski, family law practice. That's uh, right. Check him out for uh, a lot of good. Uh, Your divorce uh, needs. Well, I was going to say a lot of good services. Your as well as his uh, collaborative divorce needs. And who am I forgetting? Uh, Tom Caker at Hawkeye Report. Yeah, he's on the line with us right now. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Thanks uh, for joining us again today, Tom. And I assure you, Tom, I'm in a better mood today than I was on Saturday night, which is not saying a lot. You don't have to yell. Well, I know, but I'm feeling in a, I'm in a yelling should. mood. You yeah, should. You, but, you uh, should. You should. You uh, should apologize. I'm not apologizing just because I was I was spouting off. It's Twitter. I can do that. I have a radio show. So, Tom, if you'd just like to talk to me, feel free. (laughs) Well, I wasn't arguing with Tom. I just got a little bit upset about the Hawks. And, Tom, you know, uh, I would say this. You're right. You were the one that had to to fly and drive and travel there, so you should have been the one that was more upset than me. I I completely agree with that after watching that. But let's think about this coming up this week with this team. Arizona State game, watching how it played out, because it kind of felt like that, minus the The um, rainstorm. Whatever that was, the wind, wind and rainstorm that magically hit Tempe uh, that afternoon or that evening. But yeah, they, they've got a. The, you know, it doesn't get any easier. As I tweeted out during the game, uh, when it was, I think, like twenty-one nothing. By the way, uh, this Penn State team got beat by Michigan about a month ago, forty-nine to ten. So I think if those two luck. teams played right now, it would be a lot different. You do? Yeah, I do. I think Penn State is playing with a huge amount of confidence. Oh, absolutely. Right now. This is yeah. a different Penn yeah. State team than a month ago, but it still illustrates the fact that Michigan is better than Penn State, probably by a lot. It wouldn't be 49 to 10 if they played tomorrow, but it would still probably be a 15 to 20 point win for Penn State, I would guess, or for Michigan, I would guess. I would guess you're right, and certainly the point spread would lend itself to that direction. I mean, obviously, Iowa's a three-touchdown home underdog. Worst since 1999. Biggest biggest home dog since 1999, since they went 1-10. I mean, it's, wow. it's tough. So, Tom, let me – so you were at the – you were at uh, – in Iowa City today talking to everybody. Does, does anybody ask – I mean, here's, here's the question. I understand the whole idea of that Greg Davis is the offensive coordinator and the, and the routes and it's conservative and all that stuff. Does anybody ask Kirk? Did anybody ask Kirk? And, and maybe what are your thoughts? Penn State 
when Iowa is audibleizing, Penn State's pointing to where they're going. At what point in time does somebody say, hey, Kirk, you know, how, how do you approach the fact that the other team knows exactly what you're doing, not only to the point of planning for it, but when you're, when you're making the call, they're making the moves to go right to the, to the hole. What I will tell you that Kirk Ferentz would say is if we go out and execute properly, it wouldn't matter. And I would, I would respectfully disagree with him in this regard, that you could have executed the quarterback sneak perfectly. They had 11 guys that were going to the point of attack. And if you were really going to play that game right, you had to fake the quarterback sneak like a Tim Tebow move, and you would have thrown the ball to some tight end who would have been so wide open that he would have walked in or backwards. It's one of the two, yeah, anything, either, anything else. Yeah. Either way. I don't think bootleg would have worked because the defensive ends were crashing. What you could have done is you could have faked it because everybody in the – there was 107,000 people there who knew what was being run, including you and me and, and obviously the 11 guys on, on the field for Penn State. They could have faked it and used the tendency to their advantage by not running that play. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. And, you know, they they had those third and one, third and threes all diagnosed. They knew what was coming. And, um, you know, I'm probably not going to make many friends with this statement, but Turk basically said today, essentially, you know, keep doing what they do. Yeah, It's not like they're going to junk what they've done and, well, and the, try something different. It's going to be more of the same on Saturday night. So uh, buckle up and uh, enjoy the ride, I guess. Well, and, and, and I, think, I think as Hawkeye fans, we all know, and we've all been through this now for 18 seasons, that we're going to get what we're going to get. However, however, we have seen at times either teams or quarterbacks adapt uh, act like Marines, you know, mold themselves into different situations as opposed to just walking in a lockstep formation r- trying to run into a concrete wall. And if that happens, they could get beat by 50 this Well, Tom, you had some good – it was either Sunday or yesterday, one of the two where you, you, were, you had some good simple suggestions, right, of things we've seen work this year for Iowa, and they yeah. just kind of refuse to do the things that work. Three wide receiver sets with one back, spreading things out just a little bit more. Uh, the the up tempo offense. There were, I think I don't know. You had four or five things that you identified. Shotgun. Put the shotgun. In the shotgun. Yeah, I mean, so he doesn't have to take a seven step right. drop because your right. offensive line has been shuffling every week to a different uh, different grouping. So the, the question stuff. there just kind of you, you've got to. There, 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 that's stuff that's happen. in the offense. That stuff that's, that's in the offense. There's nothing new that needs to happen. Just run those plays more. That's what I don't get. Yeah, and uh, I don't expect we'll see much of that. I even kind of asked CJ today about um, how much input he gets into the offense because I know he kind of gives Coach Davis some suggestions on shot plays and you know downfield plays and things like that and. He said, you know, do you give him other suggestions kind of leading to, like, shotgun, three wide, one back, right. one tight end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he kind of said, yeah, I, g- I give, like, yes or no if I don't think that play is going to work. But, um, yeah, you know, to, to me, guys, the most concerning thing that came out of the game was um, – Quan Barkley, uh, Penn State running back, ask comments you. after yep. the game basically said, in essence, um, not the exact words, but uh, you know, basically what he meant was, "I will quit. I will quit." That, I was just half. about to ask you: was, Did you see that? I, is that what you saw? Um, kind of. At the, when, uh, the the thing that made you believe that that was the case was when the second team Penn State offense was running like a hot knife through butter. Uh, against uh, the Iowa defense, that's when you knew that this was this was really they, they had just kind of they were ready to get on the plane and get back to Iowa City. Well, and and, and, and I I'll tell you I've been doing this for a little while. I've yes. never uh, heard that about an Iowa team. I've heard Iowa players. We've had them on our podcast. Uh, older Iowa players talk about that experience of breaking a team when you knew that they just didn't want to be there anymore and how, how that's kind of like the ultimate thing. And um, 
I've never heard an opposing team talk about an Iowa team breaking. Even those bad Iowa teams under Ferentz in 99, early 2000, those teams never broke. Right. This team broke, and that's that's a scary thing going in against a Michigan team. That you look at that. Look at last week with Michigan. They scored 62 points against Maryland. Maryland's coached by DJ Durkin, who is the was the D coordinator for the it, University yes, of Michigan yes, last yes, year, and a friend of Jim Harbaugh. This is what right. he does to his friends. Yeah. I mean, what's he going to do this weekend? Well, well hopefully he's going to score. Uh... I don't know, 27 points and lose. I, and I don't know how that happens. I'm just saying. You'd like to somehow break this down and say, well, Michigan, maybe they haven't played anybody or maybe. Yeah. But look, you know, Colorado's a decent team. Penn State's obviously pretty good. They weren't what they were a month. They're better than they were a month ago. Wisconsin. Well, let's I mean, just, they've beaten some pretty good teams, you know. And, what is what is Michigan's offensive scoring? I mean, their average uh, offense. It's got to be in the 40s, isn't it? I can tell you, I, I'll have to pull it up here, but yeah, oh, that's all right. Yeah, they're, I mean, they've, you know, they've hung some big point totals up on people. Yeah, yeah. So, so the question is, I'm going to assume we're going to get a full-on effort out of the Hawks for 60 minutes, and that that if if they did break last week, that will never happen again, and is unlikely to happen again this week. Is there any chance that? say, by the start of the fourth quarter, that the Hawks are even in this football game? That they're what? In the, in the <laughs> game, that they have an opportunity to go into the fourth quarter. Um, and, and by that, I mean, let's say they're down, they're down uh, 14 points or less. Well, or even ahead. Yeah, there's a chance that that could happen. I wouldn't, you know, if I were going to a, a place that maybe would take some action on that, I would probably be on Michigan. <laughs> this weekend, yeah, yeah, right. Um, that that would be my sense of things. Well, that's and and you're he, Tom's a realist, but he's an optimist too, right? And uh, I, I think we all have to be realistic about where we are with this right now. And it's it's just turned out to be a tough year. One last thing, Tom. Uh, what was the the health deal? If we do we know on Brett Walker and why he's no longer uh, going to play football at Iowa? Yeah, he put out a thing on Twitter tonight. Basically, he's had issues with, uh, um, not to be too gross for your audience, but vomiting. Just, um, you know, he's a puker? It's like exercise-induced vomiting that he just couldn't control, and um, it just became a drag on him. I mean, when you're oh. throwing up all the time, you got to keep eating, you got to keep hydrating, and it was just sort of a vicious cycle for him, and he oh. could never get past it, and uh, just... Became too much for him, and uh, you know I wish the kid the best. I mean, he's a nice yeah. kid, and um, it's uh, um, it's too bad because I, I think he had a bright future. But uh, unfortunately, this is the, the path he's had to take. Well, no matter how the season goes, obviously uh, we're uh, we we feel for the kids because they're out there giving everything they, they've got. Even if even if somebody says they might have quit a little bit, I, I you know I know they work hard, so. That's too bad, not only for the for the team because they might have been able to use him, but uh, when your football career ends early for something like that, especially something that's kind of like mysterious like that, right. it used to bother some. Hey, Tom, we appreciate it. We'll uh, talk next week. Maybe, 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 maybe we'll have some positive things to say about uh, looking a little bit better against yeah, Michigan. We'll, we'll talk about two, uh, basketball. two basketball uh, wins hopefully this week as well. So we'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. We had to kind of move along. We're down to the last couple minutes here. Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, and who knows? Maybe we'll have something good to talk about. Let's uh, let's go right now to our Templeton Rye last call brought to you by the good stuff. Templeton Rye, as we said, they have a new 10-year uh, anniversary uh, blend out there. They Definitely going to have to try this. But uh, got to yeah. find it. You know, they smuggled it aboard uh, boxcars over to Chicago to Al Capone. That's what they have. They also had, stuff they also had drivers. They did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know? I don't. didn't even know this. Did you know that you... you you can't get Jack Daniels. You can't buy it in Lynchburg County because it's it's a dry county. Still. Did you know that you couldn't bring Coors across the east of the Mississippi River, and I, thus when we were we kids, were eastbound and down, and the Smokey and the Bandit was actually that, based that, on it was actually based on true. that. That's true. What do you got for this week? So last week you had twenty four twenty Iowa. I went the other way. Neither one of us were even close on any one of the, either one of those accounts. Well, um, four, we were better off with Wisconsin. 
You know, I've got a good friend of mine uh, who sent me a text last night, and he goes, I don't know how I don't take Michigan this week. And honestly, a wise man would say, I don't know either. I'm not wise. You give the Hawks 21 points on a night game in a blackout situation, I'm going to take the points. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm not saying that at all. But I think they can. They could get beat 41-23 to 23 and sneak in the back door there. Um, but I don't think it'll be that close. I mean, the score may end up there. Michigan's going to have to put the ball on the ground or something in order for Iowa to do that. And they have not shown the proclivity to do that. They've shown to be a very good team. But I'll take the points. Give me three touchdowns at home at night in a blackout situation. I'll take it. I might be the only man in the country that takes that. Yeah, I at this point in time, after you know, I, I'm I'm having visions back to Penn State. Uh, what was that? Thirty-eight to three? three, or something like that. When you know, Kirk got into his. Uh, I'm not even going to give Jake Ruddock a chance to come out and right. play. Um, you know, he was. You know, was that Vandenberg year? Uh, yeah. Vandenberg played every snap that right. year for no, only quarterback no in all of Division One. Right, and they won. They were four and eight, and for no apparent reason whatsoever did they did, did they do that. Maybe didn't want to get him killed. Well, well Rudock, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know, the thing we were theorizing at the time is maybe Rudock's just really bad. You know, it's well, the only thing he's come the up backup quarterback for the Lions. Right. So, so but that was not it. Right. Um, so. I, I, Iowa has to get off to a decent start somehow, and I don't know how they do it because I, I just kickoff I, return. <laughs> I mean, you're you're down to him being as stubborn as that. You know, making Desmond King is not going to play offense for this team, and I didn't really want him to for a while because I thought there was other fixes. But since they're not going to try anything, Jabril is proving that that you can play five plays of offense and be effective and still be a great defensive back. Right? That's We're true. We're going to see that from Michigan, right? I just think I, 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 21 points is not even nearly enough. I think this is a 40 to 50 point beatdown. I don't see Iowa scoring. Uh, well, the good news ten, is I'll be home early. Double digits, then. right? Double digits. I'll give Iowa uh, 10 points, touchdown, field goal of some sort. Michigan 55 to 10. And this is this is there you go. And then it'll get a little better next week against Illinois. We'll go six and six. Maybe and we'll, we'll earn our way into the heart of Dallas Bowl. No, no, no. We're going to Nashville. We're not going to Nashville. Yeah, we'll you play go, Arkansas. Uh, we'll play Bielema. No, I don't want to do that. Music City Bowl, man. It's drivable. It's drivable. So is Dallas. Would we go? I don't know. Good Lord. All right. Thanks, Tom Caker, to HawkeyeReport.com. And, of course, Mac McCausland from BTN Plus will announce it that way. Trent Condon back in the studio for Dave Creighton Jr. I'm Brett Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle. This program is sponsored by 6-2 and Even on 1700 KBGG.